Welcome to a special segment of the Coach's Box. Thank you for stepping in today. We have two very special guests with us. We have Coach Pace and Coach Murph. Uh, they're going to be sharing their expertise on fantasy football and what, what are some of the matchups that are upcoming for this weekend. Who's going to win? Who should we look out for? We'll also talk about some award predictions for the end of the season. We're a couple weeks away. We're right at the cusp of the, of the playoffs. Uh, and so who's hot, who's not, who needs to sit down somewhere. So we're going to talk about all those things. Uh, so I guess, for those who don't know, you know, we're in a couple of fantasy football leagues. So the three of us are in a league all together. I'm in two other leagues. And I know that you all are in another league together through the YMCA. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Yep. Yeah, so we're Wait till you get a story on that. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I guess the first question is, how are your teams doing? Are, are we playoff bound or are we waiting till next year? Uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. Cause you All right, know. go ahead. Go ahead. Because I'm I'm still Listen hurt. Here. Listen here. Hey, we we in the semifinals this week in two of my leagues. Yeah, yeah. And then what? I, what am I in? I don't even know what I'm in in ours. I think I'm in the semifinal in our league too. What all of ours? Yeah, I th- I'm in semifinal no, I, in three leagues. I, I thought this was the uh, first week of the playoffs in the in the league with all of us. So that'll be the quarterfinals. It's the so, quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's only four teams. Got you. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, I'm smooth. I'm smooth. I'm in the semifinals in two leagues, and I'm in ours. I'm doing lovely. Man, so Coach Pace going for Coach of the Year is what you're saying. <laughs> Listen, hey, talk to him, James. Talk to him, Coach of the Year, baby. Coach of the Year right there. Yeah, yeah. So what about you, Coach Murph? <laughs> so I'm in five leagues. I was in the um, – three of them made the playoffs. Uh, I got knocked out in the first round in one of my playoffs versus yours truly. Um <laughs> <laughs> and the story about that is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just explain this really quick because I don't even know how I feel about it. So we go in Jarvis Landry is the last player that has to play. I have Keith by about 18 points. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the game ended, it had, well, like before the last play, I was up. So I was like, okay, if he doesn't do anything, I win. I think I was up by like about a point, some change, something like that. Uh, then, you know, they did that whole like, you know, trick replay, just trying to get yards and they end up, it was like a safety, but yeah. whatever. But um, then it was like, all right, boom, DeMars, you won. And it had me winning by like 0.12. And then a f- like five minutes later, they put Keith above me and gave him extra points. So then it had me losing. Yeah, I know. But then didn't Jarvis like, fumble the ball on the play, didn't he? Exactly. So I was like, if anything, that should be considered a safety by him, right? So I was like, all right, cool. And then um five minutes after that, they had me winning again. So I was like, okay, cool. I was like, all right, whatever. We're good. So I was like, let I told Keith, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead, go to bed. And, you know, before anything changed, because my head is hurting right now, you know. (laughs) So then yesterday, I get a text message that's showing like, hey, you lost. What? And then you know how like at the end of every week, they give you like a 
break down to like dramatize things like, oh, you were down like such and yeah. such points, you made a comeback. That whole paragraph is still about me winning, but then at the top, it shows the score of Keith winning. And then I looked at the paragraph and they took points away from me and kept his points the same. But I was like, my last guy played Sunday night, who was Diggs. How are you taking points from me away on Thursday? You better file a complaint. You and explain, complaint. man. I, I kind of, I was going to retire. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to retire. I honestly thought either way, one of us was going to retire and be pissed about uh, <laughs> losing. Because I was sitting there like, I won. What happened? How did I do that? <laughs> I'm just exactly. saying, like, because Jarvis didn't really do anything. I was like, oh, he got a little 12 yard game, whatever. That ain't nothing. Then, yeah, like, it went like he said. And I was just like, man, I'm stressed. So then, because I thought the whole week I was talking about, it, I was like, how does Jarvis have two fumbles? <laughs> it's either because he got the one fumble and then, but he got it back. And I thought they gave me points for a fumble recovery, but they never did. <laughs> So I'm like, maybe fumble recoveries only apply to defensive players. And then they said I had two fumbles. And I'm sitting here like, wait, uh, how he fumbled twice? It's either he he never fumbled, for one. And if anything, you would take points away because he got a safety, which is understandable, whatever. But I was like, if y'all don't call the safety – then what I'm trying to understand, like, what the point scale is. I'm not understanding the point scale because I've I won two games like that where I'm losing by, like, the first game was, like, point two, and they took half a point away from the guy, and I won. And then DeMars was the same way, except it flips off, like, four or five times. So I was like, man, I ain't even – one of us was going to be mad as hell. Yeah. Mad as hell regardless. Yeah. Oh. It, it almost ended our friendship. <laughs> I'm keeping a buck with you. I almost blocked his phone number and what? and the lead and the and the person who runs the league. I was gonna block I him. That's the person that runs the league. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, outside of that, the other two, um, I'm the first and third seed, and I'm up in first week because it's like the um, it's where they combine the two weeks up to one. So, uh, I'm up still. So, nice. yeah, I hear that. Yeah, baby Murph back there. Yeah, uh, my my bad. I don't know what her mom is doing out there, man. I should have just had her in here. She mad. She mad about right. the whole Jarvis Landry thing too. It's okay, you know. That's what it is, man. I, yeah, I, I, she, think she might be more mad about Philly. She's more mad about Philly. We're we're gonna get there, we'll maybe. Be, man, we, we'll, okay. we'll make it. So quickly, I just talked about talk about my teams here. So I'm in three leagues, and so I've won at uh, at my job. So uh, I am. There's only four teams to get into the playoffs there, and it's a late later playoff. So it's uh, the um, 15, 16. Uh, so this is actually going to be um, first uh, first week coming up. So I'm the fourth seed on there because I lost a close one last week because Nick Chubb beat me. Uh, cause he had, he had Diggs and Chubb. And so Diggs uh, went off and I'm like, all right, I just need the Ravens to hold Chubb in check and I can get up to hopefully the second seed. But, uh, Chubb did his thing. So, and I had Kareem Hunt on the bench, so I was salty. Uh, but yeah, so I'm still fourth seed going, get into the playoffs. I played the last, the last place person in our league this week. 
and I had Herbert, Jacobs, and Waller play last night. So they got me over 70 points just between the three of them. So you I'm in shape for both them on all three of them on the same team. I need to know how you get Waller, Jacobs, and Herbert. I drafted Jeez. very well. I had I had Dak Prescott as my quarterback earlier in the season. And so when he went down, I saw Herbert, you know, coming out with his opportunity and he was balling. And I said, hey, he's gonna put up some yards, get some touchdowns there for the Chargers. And so he's worked out well for me. He's worked out well for me. And um and it's a big trade lead. So there's been a lot of trades going on, but I have not given up Waller. I actually didn't draft Jacobs, but I traded for Jacobs, uh, Chris Carson. So, because he was dealing with some injuries. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm shocked that somebody okay. made that trade. That's yeah, a, smart, like a, that's a smart move. A receiver involved in it, too. So I tried to balance it oh. out for them. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, for with that, so I'm in good position with that. I should be able to smooth, get in smooth with the playoffs there. Uh, the league that all three of us are in. Uh, so, yeah, Keith and I are, are both in the uh, semifinals for that. We're not playing each other, but hopefully next week we'll be playing each other. That's the goal. No, I think I'm I'm going to lose because Keenan Allen messed me over last night. Yeah, that was rough. That was rough. Because they said they made it seem like he was going to play a decent amount because, you know, they were saying, like, basically I read the report. They were saying, like, he's limited, but I'm like, how limited is he really going to be? Because y'all say that all the time and then – I mean, A.J. Brown was supposedly limited after his hamstring injury, but he still went crazy and caught, like, another three or four balls. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to see what they're talking about. They only played him on third down. And then, yeah, I was just I was just a little upset. And then they was like, yeah, the game plan might go haywire, and he got to play the whole game. So I was like, it's Keenan Allen. He get about 15 to 20 targets a game. A so. game, easily. Yeah, easily. So that was that was a big letdown. There, I'm not too confident about my opponent. Has has Josh Allen playing tomorrow? Has uh, Kamara, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, some solid wide receivers. So I may not make it to the next round either. But if if I do, I hope I get a chance to play against you for the championship. So we'll see. Indeed, indeed, indeed. And then in my uh, church league, it's 14 teams, so it's pretty thin. And the way that they have it set up is that. It's a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, two tight ends, two flex, uh, kicker, and defense. Mm-hmm. So somebody gets hurt, it's slim pickings. And oh, yeah. Because yeah. the teams are so deep and the league is so deep. So I started off one and four. And I was like, yeah, I ain't going to make it this year. But I was like, I got to keep trying. I can't give up. Because whoever ends up in last place, we have a B bracket. Uh, for our church. So whoever is in last place for the top bracket gets bumped down to the B bracket uh, for an extra. It's like when you lose on the court and you got to go to the other court, the loser's court, that's pretty <laughs> yeah. much what it means. I, I, I don't know I'm, much about that. Uh, you don't know. That's right. That's right. Always <laughs> over here. You know what I'm saying? We like, I'm like LeVar. That's like LeVar. Never lost. <laughs> Three sons in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Never seen a loss in my life. You know, like, so that's, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so that's what we're doing over here. So um, I went from one and four and I ended up being, what is it, eight and six. So I got into the playoffs. I upset uh, the person last week and they in the semifinals. So in the, in the quarterfinals. So I'm in the semifinals. I'm doing good because I got Waller on that team, too. And so he played well for me. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. With that, and we'll share some of our specific players a little bit later. 
but in every draft, you go through and you invest some emotion in drafting the player. You say, you know what? This person is going to be a key asset to my team. And then it flops. Like, not just like a bad game here and there. Like, you're questioning whether they should have even been eligible to be drafted or not in fantasy football. Uh, and so, Coach Pace, we'll start with you. Who was that player for your team? All right, I got two, bro. All right, <laughs> I got two. I got two. First, it's my boy, and I do love him. Everybody know I love He, I've been rocking with him since – I think is sophomore year in college. Odell. Mm. Odell was a floppy doppy whoppy. <laughs> yeah, where he had 50. And yeah. I was like, man, he about to, okay. After that, nothing. And then blew his ACL out. I was like, that's crazy. And you know what happened? I started winning when he left. That's crazy. So it's like the Browns. Literally. <laughs> and then my uh my other one was um Kenny Galladay. Man. Kenny Galladay. Because he played in like the first four out of five games. Mm-hmm. And he was getting me like 20 points in the, my other league with DeMars. We, he was getting like 20 points a game. Easy. As soon as he got hurt, never heard from him again. Yeah. He's been questionable this entire season. And it always goes from questionable mm-hmm. to doubtful to out every single time. Mm, every single time. Every single time. Because he gets a lot of targets. So he's a good pickup when he's actually playing. But Yeah. I could have yeah. said George Kittle too. But Galladay, I expected Galladay to actually play. George Kittle had a reason not to play. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Man, those are two disappointments there. What about you, Coach Murphy? I got two as well. <laughs> both, both play the same position. <laughs> One... Raheem Mostert killed me. I thought he was going – I was excited when I picked him up. I thought he was going to be the biggest sleeper. And then week one and two, everybody know that he was balling. I think he had about like – in both games, he had like a 80 – like 60 to 80-yard touchdown score, whether it came off a pass or a run. Like he was balling. And then gets injured out for like four, six weeks – comes back, plays a game or two, gets injured again. So it got to the point where I was just like, you're just wasting a a slot for me. And I get rid of him, and, you know, that's that. And then a high draft, a first rounder of mine, Ezekiel Elliott. Bob. Bob. (laughs) Dude, dude. (laughs) And then then that was in the – thankfully that that was only in our league that I had them to. Uh, because of it got to the point like early on, I was putting Mostert in over Zeke because I was just like, I mean, I I picked him up because I like the way how, uh, you know, the 49ers organized their run game. So I was just like, he's he's going to eat. I don't know why he's still on the board. Um, and then he went down, which forced me to put Zeke in, and we saw how big of a butt Zeke was. I should have known the writing was on the uh, wall. First things first, he's a cowboy. <laughs> Two, <laughs> I mean, his every year since he's been in the league, his numbers went down, and you know, it, I won't be picking him again. I can tell you that. Jerry so, ran him into the ground. 
his first four years, and now he came. Nah, really man, good. that food, that food in the off season, that Cabo sand in his pocket, still, you know what right. I mean? Because right. right. you know that boy was out of shape when he stepped up, feeling looking right. like James Harden, you know? Man, <laughs> man. man. must be a Texas thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, he he looked better this year when he was playing. But like, I think we saw the value of Dak too, just being able to get the ball close enough to the end zone for Zeke to score because he was actually getting some good points at the beginning of the season. Um, mm-hmm. But with them not being able to move the ball, he's not the offensive line ain't what it used to be either. Too. Nah. Yeah. Always also, hurt. I can- I can also put part of, or a lot of the blame on on the Dallas defense because I mean when you're getting blown out by twenty every game, I mean you can't really run like they're not built like that. Like the Texans can do that, but the Cowboys aren't built like that. So yeah, that also must be a Texas thing, you know, mm. the, the Rockets with no defense with coached by Mike Antone, and then you got <laughs> exactly. the Dallas Cowboys over here with Demarcus Lawrence, no D and Demarcus Lawrence there. So There's something in the water out there. In the water. Something in the water. Well, I didn't drink it. But uh so for yeah, I had some honorable mentions. You know, OJ Howard got hurt. I'm not gonna hold that against him too much. Uh, Golden Tate was was a huge buzz. I actually drafted him and I thought because he's a pretty dependable receiver in past years. Yeah. That didn't pan out for me. The big disappointment was Julian Edelman. Uh, I looked and I saw that even though he's getting older, I said, you know, Cam could benefit from someone like Julian Edelman because Cam's accuracy is much better on the short range passes than it is for some of the deep, deep and mid range passes. So in a timing offense like the Patriots have, if Cam could get the short passing game down, it'll be good. Plus, they don't have a dominant running game. So they'll use I was thinking they'll use short passing game as their quote unquote running game. And that backfired miserably. So after a few weeks and, you know, then it's health problems and it's, co- you know, COVID, it's just all those things. And I was like, I can't, he's just taking up a roster spot. So that was a huge blow to my team there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we, we had some busts in there, but we also had some successes and we also have some tough decisions on our hands for this upcoming week. So, what are your tough decisions? Who, who are you thinking about putting in? Uh, maybe you're battling between two players. What are your tough decisions for, for your lineup? So we'll start with Coach Murphy. Uh, mine is a quarterback decisions for, you know, for these two leagues that I'm in the playoffs for. Uh, one of them I have to pick between Mahomes versus the Saints and Tannehill versus the Lions. Um, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, you know, just, just put Patrick in. But the thing is, the Lions, they're, I believe Matthew Stafford is out for the game. Um, so I think Chase Daniels will be starting. And I'm expecting to, uh, like, a lot of turnovers and a, a lot of opportunities for him uh, on the offensive end um, with, you know, Stafford being out. Um, and then, you know, Mahomes, he's always just, like, a solid pick. Right. Um, and then the, he kind of has his advantages against the Saints. I mean, they're um, Drew Brees is activated for the game, uh, but I don't think he'll he'll do well coming off the injury because I expect for the the Chiefs defense to just put a lot of pressure on him, make him scared in the pocket. Because I can only assume he'll be hesitant. Which also, I'm, I'm playing the opportunity game, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is Kyler Murray versus Philly or Rodgers versus the Panthers. I'm le- leaning towards Rodgers because even though Philly's defense is decimated with injuries, uh, I just know that they're going to be more of a running team, which will milk the clock a lot to reduce the amount of time that D Hop and Murray is on the field. So yeah. I might just take Rodgers. Yeah, that's good because you got, you know, Mike Thomas is out and it's for the Saints as well. Yeah, so, yeah. And I look at, look what Drew Locke did to the Panthers defense last week. Yeah, torch. Exactly. Torch. Drew yeah. Locke got four touchdowns. <laughs> So, so I got Aaron Rodgers in a, uh, another league, so I'm hoping, you know, he can expose that defense as well. Uh, Coach Pace, what are your tough decisions? Well, I already messed up on one. I mean, <laughs> it, was, it was either Keenan Allen or um, Chris Godwin in our league. Um, and I also could have threw Robbie Anderson in there, but Chris Godwin is going against Atlanta, and um, Atlanta can't hold nobody. So – that's who I was leaning towards. And then my other one, oh, is one I mentioned to y'all. And it actually is tougher than you would think. It's um, Cam Akers against the Jets, or do I play Justin Jefferson against the Bears? Because Justin Jefferson last time, I don't know if he had Thielen. It don't even matter because he was mm-hmm. the best receiver on the field. So he torched the Bears, who has a pretty good defense, for about 21 points. Yeah, about 21 points, and they said he was only going to get, like, 12. So, and then, I mean, the Jets speak for itself. So, and Cam Akers is coming off a 170-yard game. So, I don't – I'm still up in the air about that. And then in the other league with DeMars that, you know, we don't speak on that victory slash non-victory. I appreciate it. Um, I mean, everything – everything's pretty much set. Uh, I'm cool with what I got going on. So in the league with Justin Jefferson, is that a PPR league? What'd you say? Is that a PPR league, the one with uh, <laughs> Jefferson? Yeah. I might roll with him because you can get points for the reception and whatever he gains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like you said, he, he he played well against them before. Akers, I'm, I'm a little nervous about, because I was going to try to pick him up in, in our league. And my mm. opponent actually got Acres, so I'm playing Acres this week. But I'm looking at that could be really good for them, or they could throw the ball a lot and and get there. Then you have like they're going to mix in Henderson. I don't know. I about say start Henderson, play him the whole game because that's yeah. what they do. Yeah. Uh, so because it's kind of surprising that Cam Acres just now is kind of coming on the scene strong when they had him the whole time, and and still they put Henderson in at some spurts. So I don't. I don't know. So I'll probably go with Jefferson on that one. Okay. Yeah, I'm leaning towards Jefferson for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I know in the chat I said Akers, but now I think about it, I think I think we'll go Jefferson. Uh, yeah, so, I think I'll take Jefferson too. All right. I need y'all's help on this one. So tough decisions here in um, the Otterbahn League that I'm involved in. So there's – I have Kareem Hunt versus the Giants or Jonathan Taylor versus the Texans. What do y'all think? I feel like the – I feel like Jonathan Taylor for some reason. I don't know why because the Texans – I think, yeah, the Texans is about mud. <laughs> yeah, but 
I mean, hundred. I mean, the Giants, their defense is doing a lot better, but um, you know, you got Colt McCoy starting uh, this week uh, over Daniel Jones. So, uh, and then seeing how they used him against the Ravens, I'm kind of liking Kareem Hunt, especially just like how we just got off the topic with the Rams and them switching back. Uh, with Nimes and uh, also taking, you know, part of the snaps, I feel like you'll have more opportunities when Hunt, even though, like, it's split the same way because of with Nick Chubb, but, yeah. like, they – I, sure I think they use him better. Yeah, they, they use him a lot better. Yeah, like, Nick Chubb would get his 17 to 25 touches, and Kareem gets about 15 to 18 touches. Mm-hmm. So – and then they just sprinkle in Baker. Baker didn't got hot, so they sprinkle in Baker when they feel like it. True. So that's that's a that's a tough one for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at uh, let's one of the other ones is okay. I will go with this one because I have a lot of different ones that are were, were pretty close for me. Uh, so okay. Running back, uh, Gus Edwards versus Jacksonville or Wayne Gallman versus Cleveland? Huh? Wayne Gallman. Yeah, I was going to say Gallman. I just feel like he get the touches, <laughs> and he got to get the touches this week for sure because Colt McCoy. Yeah. Exact same reason. I have Gallman currently in the in the starting lineup. I'll probably keep him there. And I have Taylor currently in the starting lineup, so I really have to think about that. I just got – Taylor did well last week too, uh, but but yeah. Hunt did extremely well, and I had him on the bench. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see what yeah. happens. Because Jacobs being my other back, that ended up paying off. So I'm glad I kept him. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we'll see what happens. Okay, now going into this week, who is your team's X factor? They may not even be the most talented player on your team, but if they do well, it really gives you a, a solid chance of winning this week. Uh, we'll go with Coach Pace first. All right. So, well, for the one league I'm in that I'm the sixth seed, I was the last seed in, um, and I'm in the semifinals. My sleeper, I wouldn't even call him a sleeper, but I need these two to perform well for me to win. A.J. Brown, and probably because y'all said it, I'm probably going to start Justin Jefferson. I need them to the ball. Because A.J. Brown been a man-child as of lately. Um and then Justin Jefferson is Justin Jefferson, always open. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our league, I need – and he's been doing pretty good the last couple of weeks as well. I need Montgomery to do what he needs to do. Right. Um, and one of my sleeper picks, let alone just sleepers, um, I don't know if he's going to play this week, but if he can, that would be spectacular. Um, Andrew Gibson, Washington running back – or Antonio. Antonio Gibson. Yeah, he's yeah, nice. I need, yeah, I need him to perform. Um, and then in the league that I'm in the semifinal with that I don't speak about, um, I need – I think I need – Kareem's been consistent and whatnot, but I need Russell Wilson because he's been sliding as of lately. Mm-hmm. I need Russell Wilson to get back on his horse. Yes, yes. He faces Washington, right? Yeah. He, uh, yeah, I need him back on his horse because he was giving me 45, 50, 55, mm-hmm. 60, 65 um, in the league I was with with DeMars, and that's, like, really good, and it was consistent numbers. 
Yep. The last month, month and a half, my man's been struggling. Struggling. I have him in the league that we're all three of us are in, man. He's he's kind of lost a few games for me. So. <laughs> man, you talk about loss. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, okay, Coach Murph, who are your X Factor? Who is your X Factor? Mine is who's been very consistent. I want him to keep it keep it that way. Is Derrick Henry? You know, he's he's just been finding those holes, and I don't know what these defenses are thinking, but I feel like whenever he makes it through that line, it's like nobody there. And you know, he's deceptively fast for how big he is. <laughs> yeah. So for a whole reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they don't want to touch him. Uh, Corey Davis, uh, he's a hit or miss because of what I mean. He, you have so many options with Henry and AJ Brown. Um, I forgot uh, the the tight end Jalen Smith, I believe. Jalen Smith. Mm-hmm. Jalen Smith. They got another one too. And then, yeah, there's another tight end that kind of like emerged. So, right. But I'm hoping that he can give me at least a study. And the, and the last one is Miles Sanders. So, I mean, we're facing the Cardinals, who is not the greatest uh, defense. And I've stressed a lot, you know, being a Philly fan, that we need to run the ball more because, I mean, Miles Sanders could be literally one of the best backs uh, in the league. I would give him, like, top five, top eight if he got the touches like everyone else did. Mm-hmm. Um and then, like I said, I feel like we're going to do a lot of running. So I'm, I'm serious. Like, if you look at his numbers and you look at, <laughs> you look at the touches, you look at, he hasn't he hasn't had a game where he touched the ball 20 times ever in his career, which is insane. So I, I mean, like look Miles, it up. But I I view him in, um, and y'all going to think it's a little, I don't know how y'all going to feel about it, but I view him and David Montgomery in the same exact category mm. because David Montgomery gets no touches as terrible as the bears are. And Lord knows their offense is horrendous. Yeah. He should be, he's the only consistent thing they got and he does not get the touches that he deserves. See, like the thing is, I mean, uh, he's Miles Sanders when he, I think he's averaging like six, almost six yards of carry. I think it's like 5.8, 5.9. Yeah, him like and our, our, uh, our old line is a better run blocking team than pass blocking team. But, you know, our OC and Doug Peterson aren't the smartest people in the world. So they've been, I don't, they've been struggling with play calling. They don't know when to hand people the ball. So yeah, those, those are my X factors. All right, I actually share an X factor with you. I put I, I put Corey Davis as mine too. Going up against Detroit this weekend, Detroit's defense is is horrendous, um, and with Stafford uh, looking like he's not going to go, hopefully there'll be plenty of opportunities for them. I think the one thing that could deter Corey Davis from having a good game is if they uh, rely <clears throat> on Henry to run the ball. They did this a few games ago where they could have passed the ball, but the defense couldn't stop the run, so they just kept feeding it to Henry, and uh, and Henry was able to get most of the yards. That might have been against the Colts, if I'm not mistaken. So I, that's the thing that could deter us by having him in two out of the three leagues. Uh, he's had some solid games. If he has a, a, a good game uh, and A.J. Brown doesn't get all the touches like he did last week. No, he can't. 
<laughs> Please and thank you. We split a 50-50. You know what I'm saying? You get seven catches, I get seven catches. You know what I'm saying? Okay, we can do that as long yeah. as both are 100. There we go. That's, that's all I need right there. That's all I need. All right, so we're going to move into our start and sit portion here. So then we're going to talk about five players who you definitely need to start in your lineups and five players who need to ride the pine. Uh, so I'll go ahead and kick us off with this one. I'm starting anybody that plays for the Rams. I'm anybody, <laughs> so field goal kicker. No, 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 no. Their no, water no. boy. You know what I'm saying? I, I start the water boy over them. Because you know what? Never mind. I'm not going to start the water boy because they're not going to be breaking a sweat enough to have to consume water in the first place. So that, that's a mistake on my part. Listen, the only person I don't trust on that team is the most important person on the team. Oh, my God. There you go. There you go. Here we go. Here's I'm the not, I'm not, Hey, I'm not <laughs> trusting him. What I'm going to trust him with? Because <laughs> he's playing the Jets? He could blow that? Listen, he better not. Because I got Robert Woods in one league and Cooper Cup another. He better throw the ball. Listen, he, he can throw the ball for 300 yards, but he can also turn the ball over four times. Oh man, if he if he if he has a horrible game against the Jets, man, that, I'm, just man trying, I'm just trying to get him out of there. <laughs> That's gonna be a consistent theme when we do this fantasy football focus. You're gonna see Coach Pace talk a lot of stuff about Jared Goff because Bro, he, he's terrible. <laughs> We're going here, James. Man, you stressing me out. You talk about everybody on the Rams. That's <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, okay. Maybe not everybody. We'll see. Um, I would say Chris Godwin versus Atlanta. I know Chris Godwin hasn't been as effective as a lot of people thought with all the right receiver shuffling that's going on there. uh, And the new, you know, with Tom Brady being new and everything like that. But I will say if there's any uh, game for him to be able to bounce back, it's against Atlanta. And I I say that for the whole team. I think Brady's going to look really good in this game. And I think Godwin's going to be able to get some touches. Uh, so I, I, w- I would start Chris Godwin versus Atlanta. And, in fact, I think they play Atlanta two out of the last three weeks. Uh, so you have a good chance of Godwin. Whether your you're, um, you're final ends, you know, next week or the week after, I think you have a good chance with him. I would say Stephon Diggs versus Denver. And I know when you say Diggs, people are like, duh. Uh, but Denver's defense is not horrible. It's actually pretty good. Uh, and – we haven't seen what Josh Allen could really do uh, with, with the defense uh, quite like Denver's. And so is he going to be able to struggle? Is he going to get uncomfortable or is he going to play his game? Uh, because their secondary is that Denver's secondary is actually pretty good. Uh, but I would say, even if people um, don't buy into the Gabriel Davis and the, and the Singletary's and everything like that for Buffalo, I think Diggs is going to get his regardless. Uh, whether, you know, whether it gets in the end zone is one thing, but I think he'll at least have close to 100 yards. That might be good enough to put you over the edge in one of your games. Uh, I would also look at uh, Deontay Johnson uh, versus the Bengals on Monday night. Uh, so Deontay Johnson has struggled a little bit lately, had a horrible game last game. Trust me, if, if, if Johnson knew how to catch the ball last week, I could have won my game in the Otterbein League. Uh, last week, but I'm going to look for him to bounce back strong against the Bengals. Again, it's like, where's your stimulus package? You have a few stimulus packages in the NFL. So if you play that team, you're going to get your confidence back. You're going to put up some numbers. Uh, so we talked about the Jets being one of those teams. We talked about Atlanta being one of those teams. 
Philly. Philly is one of those teams. <laughs> the Bengals are also one of those teams for you. So I look at Deontay Johnson having a big game. Big Ben, even though he's had some trouble throwing the ball down the field, I think he's going to be able to have some success against the Bengals. And I don't know if you've noticed, but he tends to zero in on Deontay Johnson, uh, even forsaking Washington and Claypool at times. Uh, that's the problem of, right there. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, he need to get the ball back to Claypool, but that's a whole yeah. other conversation. Yeah. I have Claypool in my church league, so I'm, I'm depending on him being able to at least get a couple of deep balls and get some yards. Uh, and then I would say, as we mentioned before, Aaron Rodgers versus Carolina. Uh, I would put him in because, like I said, Drew Locke just, just dotted the Carolina defense up. Uh, Bridgewater is struggling at this point. McCaffrey's not going to be playing, even though Davis is a solid back. Uh, it doesn't bring a dynamic uh, offense to the field. And Green Bay's defense isn't the best, but I think they can make Teddy uncomfortable enough uh, to where they're not going to put up a lot of points. And Rodgers is going to have the ball in his hands a lot. Uh, so I see him. He's been on a roll. I see him at least having three to four touchdowns in this game. Uh, so, Coach Murph, who are your two five? Uh, who are your top five starts? My top five starts, Miles Sanders. Like I, I spoke on him earlier, they're going to do a lot more running this game. They did a lot of running last game more than usual, so I think they're going to keep that game plan to limit the uh, offensive touches by the Cardinals. Uh, quarterback, Big Ben. Um, he hasn't been looking the greatest the past two games, but, um, I mean, we all know how the Bengals' defense is. And also, if you look back out of all his games, when he played Bengals the first time, it was one of his best games right. this season. So um, I, I don't see too much different happening there. Receiver, D-Hop, um, Darius Slay is questionable, and – even when he's on the field, he's questionable, <laughs> as you saw with DJ Metcalf, DK Metcalf. And um, I forgot who he followed up after that. But he had a tough stretch this month. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it was uh, Adams, Devontae Adams. Yeah. But um, so, I mean, I feel like he's an easy pick. On top of that, McLeod is out for the season, which is um, our safety, our starting safety. So that safety help is going to be – somebody else I don't know if they'll move uh, Jalen Mills back there or if they'll have him at corner Garden D hop but I, I don't like that matchup so yeah, it's a mismatch either way <laughs> yeah exactly um tight end Tonye is that how you pronounce it Robert Tonye the the tight end for uh Green Bay I feel like he's becoming more of a reliable target and I'm a big fan of those like you know, second and and third like looks, because you know the they're all, they're going to zero in on Adams. So just having those guys who are overlooked, I feel like he'll have a, a good game. And lastly, um, I pick the defense, and I say the Titans defense versus the Lions because Matthew Stafford will be out. So I think they'll zero in on uh, DeAndre Swift and force Chase Daniels to throw the ball. Those are, those are good. All right, Coach Pace, what you got for us? All right, if we're going to do – if I'm going to factor everything in, I'm going to say there's two defenses you must start. Okay. It is the Colts' defense just because they are turnover machines. And I know everybody – turnovers get you a significant amount of points. 
and they seem to somehow find a way to get a pick six, a fumble recovery for six or something like that. So I would say the Colts defense, because I think off the top of my head, I can't remember because I got like multiple games in my head. Um, I think they're playing Houston. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Play the Colts defense. Um, I mean, yeah, Colts defense. And then, of course, the Rams defense. I mean, they're playing the Jets. Yeah. That's piece for itself. Yeah. Um, That's a solid then, 25 points right there. For me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Easily. You can get about seven sacks off that and probably a forced fumble or a um, an interception. So, play the, play the Rams defense. And then after that, you play – if you have both, like myself, I do have both. You, play, you can play one or the other. You play um, the Buccaneers receivers, Godwin and Evans. Mm-hmm. Either one of those, because, I mean, it's Atlanta. And then if you're going to play, I feel like for the Bengals game, just for him to get back on track, I feel like you need to play Claypool as well. Um, Just because I feel like they're going to get back to their winning ways. And when they were winning, guess who was touching the ball? Claypool. Um, And they had a solid running game, but that's that's a whole other dynamic. and then, of course, my receiver, my favorite receiver right now, A.J. Brown. You start – and DeMars told me this up front. You start A.J. Brown against anybody. Anybody. <laughs> anybody. He, he said what you said about one game that he bought, and I was he's just like, man, but they had, like, a reliable defense. And I'm like, I don't care who he faces. He, he's one of those guys. You It doesn't matter. You just put him in. Yeah. So. And then, of course, Aaron Rodgers, like y'all been saying, Aaron Rodgers is a gimme. So, I think AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, I think you put them up against whoever, and and they'll find a way to to get some get some points for you. It just that, oh, just that. that's how I feel about Devontae because somehow he is always open. How how does that happen? He's the main receiver that they got. It goes from him to Scantling, you know, to Tanyan. Uh, it's uh, a uh, Lazard, and it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> how is he always getting the ball? I don't understand. You know, uh, I think very underrated. Yeah, very underrated receiver. All right, so, um, and we'll go very fast with these. Uh, we're going to do our our, our sits. Uh, so, if you play for the Miami Dolphins outside of the defense, you need to be sitting this weekend. Uh, you're playing the Patriots, and I know the Patriots have been vulnerable to the Dolphins in the past, but Coach Belichick has an awesome record against young quarterbacks. Uh, so mm-hmm. young, especially rookie quarterbacks. You've seen what they did to Justin Herbert earlier this year, 45 nothing, Couldn't even get in field goal in that game. Uh, Kyler Murray, even though he was still a little banged up, he played, and the Patriots were able to hold, hold him in check for, for pretty much all the game. I feel he's going to do the same thing to Tua. Uh, mm-hmm. And him and Saban have a good relationship, so maybe there's some information being exchanged between the two of them. You know, you never know. Uh, but I wouldn't be confident in starting any of the people on the on the Dolphins' offense. Uh, I'm going on a limb on this one. Uh, I talked about Diggs earlier, but I think Josh Allen might be someone that, if you have a better option, I think you play that option over Josh Allen. Really? Yes. That that's going to be my my. Uh, on the limb pick. Uh, I was about to say the Charles Barkley pick. The Charles Barkley pick, yes. Oh, that if I say Josh Allen every week, I'm eventually going to be right. You know, so, 
I would say Darius Slayton versus the Browns. So the Browns can be vulnerable in the secondary. Uh, you know, so you're looking at, is it going to be Jones? Is it going to be McCoy? So if you have a Giants receiver, I know Slayton is very talented. This just hasn't been uh, the year for, for Giants receivers. Uh, so I would, I would say any Giants receivers versus Cleveland. Uh, and then I would also sit Todd Gurley versus Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay secondary can be vulnerable. So if you got Gage, if you got Ridley, you got Jones, you might be able to get some points there. Uh, but they're stout against the run. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't start Gurley uh, or any of the other running backs uh, for Atlanta. Uh, Terry McLaren versus uh, Seattle. And so what I the reason I have hesitation there is because you're going to have Dwayne Haskins as your quarterback in this game. Uh, he did not have a really good rapport with a lot of the receivers. We don't know what you're going to get. He could end up playing solid, but he could really be a turnover machine. Uh, mm-hmm. And so we'll see what happens uh, in, in that matchup. Uh, but I, it doesn't bode well for, for Washington football team receivers. Uh, and so uh, this will go with Coach Murph. Who are your sits this week? Charles, Charles Barkley pick, Russell Wilson, sit on don't say that. I need Wilson the ball. Okay. <laughs> I, honestly, I feel like, you know, facing Washington in that, that front four, um, I feel like they're going to put a lot of pressure on him. I think he'll get sacked. He'll have to get sacked about two, three times. Um, I don't know. I just like what the Washington defense is looking like. So I feel like he's not going to be uh, as effective as he, he typically is. Uh, running back DeAndre Swift, like I said, I feel like they're going to target him and force to be beaten by Chase Daniels through the air. Uh, I also had Terry um, on the set list because of, well, the switch of quarterbacks, having Dwayne Haskins in, mm-hmm. um, just not reliable. He's, he's too hit or miss to, to throw him in there. And even though Seattle's defense is bad, I mean, I hate to say it, but Dwayne Haskins could be worse. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. Um, I also put TJ Hawkinson as a tight end mm-hmm. to sit uh, with Stafford being out. Mm-hmm. And I picked to sit the Giants defense versus the Browns because, I mean, the Giants defense has been looking good, but the Browns offense has been looking better. So those are my sits. That's good. Coach Pace, what you got? Um, my sits, honestly, and this is my Charles Barkley, like, this might be worse than Charles. You're guaranteed. Say you might want to sit Mahomes. Ooh. And that's, be, and it's only because he can be gotten. Like, we just seen last week, he threw some turnovers. He can get a little careless. Like, he is human. And with the Saints defense um, coming off, I think it was the Philly loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know Jalen Hurts' first start. Yeah, I know. I know they're gonna be coming back with a vengeance to you know get back, get back to where they were. So I was sit Mahomes. Um, with all the injuries, I definitely was sit Hawkinson. Um, I'm actually, I actually got Hawkinson in one of my leagues. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about starting um, – what's his name? Uh, I forgot who I have, actually. Uh, 
I don't know, but it's been so long I ha- since I haven't started Hawkinson. So um, another one I wouldn't dare mess with is probably, and I know this might be a little stretch as well. I wouldn't mess with Tyler Lockett. Oh gosh, I got him in two leagues. Lockett, Tyler Lockett has been granted. He's been a little slow as of lately, and I'm thinking yeah. that like Demar said, that Washington pass rush gonna get to him, and then. Um, I would sit anybody that's on the Dolphins' offense, yeah, because Bill Belichick somehow has a number, like James says. Um, and then my last one, it's kind of an obvious one, um, and I know people are still thinking about. I have a couple people I know that are still thinking about playing a couple of the receivers. Um, sit the Bengals' receivers because mm. granted, Tyler Boyd um, and T. Higgins are sleepers, yes. but I feel like it's the Steelers' defense. They don't really have a quarterback, so one plus one is going to equal two, and it's going to be a bad game for them. So that's who I would see. Those are good picks, gentlemen. Uh, so we're going to quickly go through this. Uh, if you just want to say your winner and maybe one sentence to us uh, to why. Gotcha. Uh, so top three games. We'll actually start with Vikings versus Bears. Uh, Coach Pace, who do you have winning? I have the Vikings winning um, two reasons. Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson. There it is. Enough said. Coach Murphy, who do you have? <laughs> Vikings, one reason. Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's true. So we have a clean sweep for the Vikings. I chose them as well for, for the same reasons. All right, we talked about this a little bit about this earlier. The Washington football team versus the Seahawks. Can they get another uh, – win uh, against uh, another upset against a, a, a NFC West opponent. And we'll go with Coach Murray. No, Seattle. Um, I just don't think Dwayne Haskins is going to be the reason they lose. Okay. I'm, I'm in the air about that one. But um, since I don't think Antonio Gibson is playing, I'm going to have to go with Russ. But he's going to need to show up because I might I – might aneurysm if you don't yes there's going to be a lot of anger in our group chat if russell wilson does not play well so i am pleading dangerous please it's play well foul language and i'm y'all gonna find out if he loses. that's right let that's russ right. let russ cook let russ cook just don't overcook it please you've overcooked a couple games this season <laughs> russ uh, no, he- yeah so so we'll see Pete carroll don't call any of those cute calls you know just play smart football smart play calls. Mm-hmm. You asking a lot if you get the red zone because they already got because they already got upset by the Giants, you know. So I, I I'm hoping that they look at that and say, hey, we need to we need to polish some things up here. I agree. Uh, yes. Uh, so then that leads us to the big game of the weekend. Uh, so mm-hmm. we have uh, the Saints versus the Chiefs. Coach Pace, who do you have? My homeboy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even because of my homeboy. He has the two best receivers in the game well the best dynamic duo in the game in Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and seeing as nobody in their right mind can stop either one of them I'm going to go with that all right coach Murray I picked the Chiefs as well I just worry about Breeze I feel like he got rushed back just to try to keep a fight for the number one spot for the bye uh, which I think is stupid because I think they were going to lose either way even if he was healthy so yeah, I agree with that. Picking Kansas City in this one. Don't know what 
what kind of Drew Brees we're going to get. No Mike Tom, Michael Thomas. I think the secondary gets exposed. And I also think that uh, the Chiefs take a, a page out of uh, the Eagles playbook. Looking at how they were not prepared for uh, some of the option plays that they had that Hertz was running. We've seen yeah. Mahomes run option plays in past games. I think we'll see a couple of those tricks up, up Andy Reid's sleeve uh, uh, show up, in the, especially in the red zone or in a third and short. Okay, so this last segment, we're going to talk about awards. So we're almost at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. We have the right to change our minds. I'll put that, that disclaimer out there. But right now, we have a solid portfolio for who we think should get some of these postseason awards. And so we're going to start with uh, Rookie of the Year, and we'll start with Coach Murph. Who is your Rookie of the Year? Justin Jefferson. Not even close. Um, I just feel like everything that he's done, um, I, he's like on pace or, you know, already has. But with Randy Moss's numbers, he's um, he's just electric. I, I really can't think of anybody outside of him. Somebody that's making a late push is Justin Herbert. It's just because I think he will really be in the conversation if he had the wins. Uh, but uh, he does have great numbers, but I, I'm going with Justin Jefferson. All right. Coach Pace. Um, I got Justin Jefferson. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hands down. He is. So. All right. And I have Justin Herbert, baby. <laughs> Justin Herbert, rookie of the year. I'm calling it right <laughs> now. Get Bayless. This uh, is my Bayless pick. Listen, seven 300 plus yard games this season. 27 touchdowns. Um, so, you know, he's going to get over 30 touchdowns. And so no one's done that since Baker Mayfield. And so I, I look at Herbert having a, a better upside than, than Mayfield. Um, so I, I, I think he's going I think he's going to get it. I think he deserves it. Uh, there's a lot there that the organization, the Chargers had to go through. They don't have a solid team. Anthony Lynn, this is probably going to be his last year coaching the Chargers. And he was still able to put up numbers. He only really has one black eye on his uh, resume this season, and that's against Bill Belichick. Uh, mm. So, See, I, I wish you went first because I'd have hit you with that, Stephen A. You're wrong. You're here's wrong. why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So now we're looking at offensive player of the year. Uh, Coach Pace, who do you have for our offensive player of the year? All right, uh, my offensive player of the year is Tyreek Hill. I'm not even gonna lie to you because I was I was leaning towards Derrick Henry, and I really really wanted to, but Tyreek Hill is awesome. I mean, I don't even know what to say because he has, and I think because um, I was looking at Derrick Henry, Tyreek Hill, and uh, Devontae Adams. And Devontae Adams has, like, 91 catches, and Tyreek Hill only got 70. And Tyreek Hill has, like, almost 150 more yards and more touchdowns. And I was sitting there like, what is – like, he is different, like, flat out. Mm -hmm. So, I was like – and then Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry. But, I mean, we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah. Coach Murph. Derrick Henry is my pick, man. Um, leading rusher. I mean, he's definitely a threat. I feel like the offensive player of the year, they cater more so towards uh, running backs, especially the, these past couple of years. Um, I think McCaffrey won last year. Yeah, because um, 
MVP to a running back or anything else outside of a quarterback. Which yeah, I think. and I feel like it's a lot easier. Well, just like how the MVP is, is just basically a, a QB's award. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because of with Kelsey uh, being there to take off, you know, some of the coverage from Hill, um, I feel like Henry, what he did is a lot harder. And he had a similar year to this last year. So I think they'll probably just kind of like give it to him. Like they feel like they own, even though McCaffrey had like a huge year, but doing this back-to-back years, they'll probably, I'll give him the edge, but Hill is a great fit. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at Hill, but I also have King Henry as mine for the same reasons. Not going to give him an MVP, unfortunately, even though I think he, mm-hmm. he would deserve it. Uh, the the, team, the Titans depend so much on him to be successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you take him out of that equation, the Titans aren't even close to a playoff team. Uh, even if you have another good running back, it's still he's just different. He's just different. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, defensive Player of the Year. I'm going to go with uh, maybe a sleeper that's not on a lot of people's radar, but you know his name. Uh, but I think T.J. Watt. Should get the can get is a, is a top candidate for a defensive player of the year. 12 sacks, uh, interception, 19 tackles for loss this season. And he's doing a lot of this work uh, without Devin Bush and Bud Dupree this year. So they've had some injuries in the defensive end. He's still been able to show up. Uh, and he does a lot of things that don't show up in the, on the stat sheet. Just, to, you know, just making the quarterback uncomfortable. And the Steelers have a top defense this year. So I think he deserves it. Uh, so, Coach Murph, who was your defensive player of the year? Um, I did have T.J. Watt. Then I sat down and thought about it, and I I like Miles Garrett. Um, he's top five in forced fumbles and sacks this year. He played, I think, two to three less games uh, than everyone else. I think he only played 11 games this season. Mm-hmm. Um and he's just a, a guy that jumps off your screen. He, he's just like a – he's the engine of that defense, and it shows. T.J. Watt is the same way and a bit more versatile because of his coverage play. But Miles um, Garrett is, is different. When anything goes wrong, I just always assume it was him. So <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Coach Pace, what you got? Okay, so I'm biased, but I don't care. Uh, Aaron Donald. First of all, Aaron Donald, okay. I don't care about none of that. Aaron Donald gets double, triple, and still leaves the NFL in sacks. What are y'all talking about? With four, about like four, a half four. a sack. I think it's hey. about like a half a sack. Who, hey, who, who, who blocking him? It take me, you, and James, and we still ain't stuff because he's still <laughs> behind. Okay. You might need to get a fourth person over there, and he still somehow gets the sack. Okay, he's my uh, obvious number one, but my sleeper who really deserve it, and this ain't going to never happen because I ain't going to let it happen two years in a row, okay. is Xavier Howard. I knew it. I knew it. Okay, that's not a bad pick, though. Like He got, bro, li- listen to this, that, and I'm going to just leave it at this. First of all, he has nine picks. Okay, whatever. And he's he has 17 <laughs> deflections, okay, which are both first in the league. But listen to this, that, man. All you need to hear is this. When have you heard a dude have five picks in five straight games? It's been a while. It's been a Come while. Come on, like, give me give me a corner that literally – I don't know what quarterbacks is doing throwing to him at this point in time because after game three, if I hear a dude, he got how many? 
he got three picks, three games. Yeah, I'm not throwing it that side. Mm-hmm. I like, bro. He's literally on his own island right now. Like nobody should be throwing over there. Yeah, I feel that he's, a good, that, he's a good sleeper. He's a really good sleeper. I don't think I don't think they'll give it to him, but he he would be deserving of he, it. He's better than what Gilmore was doing last year. Yeah, yeah. Because he throwing at Gilmore, but at the same time, nobody's throwing yeah. that power. Either. That's what I was going to. That's exactly what I was going to say. They they just didn't test Gilmore. <laughs> they gave him the the old Sherman and Revis treatment, yeah. which is crazy because Xavier Howard deserves that treatment is just like well it's the Dolphins and I don't think he's that good well uh nine picks say otherwise and 17 deflections do too so. yeah yes absolutely last but not least coach Pace will start with you who's your MVP this year okay so who's going to be the MVP Aaron Rodgers who deserves the MVP Derek Henry oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Goff don't deserve to be quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Goff deserves to be where – dang, I, I can't even say it because I don't want to throw him out of your butt. Man, matter of fact, he deserves to be where Cardell Jones is right now. I don't care. Woo, woo. Chill, chill, Look, chill. I don't like Jerry Goff. Cardell, I love you. You won us the championship. But, unfortunately, you're not in the league right now for I don't know what reason. That's where Jerry Goff should be. <laughs> so – Rodgers is going to win it because, I mean, you know, people going to gas, gas uh, Mahomes, of course, but Rodgers is doing his thing and doing it very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Derrick Henry deserve it. Like, this ain't this ain't really a debate. Right. Ashton, Coach Murph. Um, I have Aaron Rodgers winning, too. Um, knowing that the MVP is a QB thing, I, I kind of just exit uh, Derrick out of my mind, and I just – put it between Mahomes and uh, Rodgers, but I feel like off a degree of difficulty with uh, Adams not playing the whole year. I believe it was uh, Lazard that missed a couple of games throughout the years, and he still found a way to win. So um, I got Rodgers. That makes it a clean sweep. I think Rodgers is going to get it. He's on pace for 4,000 yards, 45 touchdowns, and only about five picks. So right now he's at 3,685. He's got 39 touchdowns and four picks. Still a couple games left to go. Uh, And those games are good matchups for the Packers. Uh, Probably going to get the number one seed in the NFC, I'm imagining. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so they'll they'll give it to him. Mahomes is going to get some some shine, too. Uh, He's going to have more yards, but he's not not really that close when it comes to touchdowns. And he's already thrown – same amount. Of, he's he's thrown five interceptions already because of that performance last week. You know, so I think yeah. Uh, uh, they just need to come back, come out with a quarterback award, a running back award. Yeah, yeah. Just just individual awards because the MVP is literally only a quarterback award since Adrian Peterson, and that's because he ran for two thousand yards. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that ends our first fantasy football focus segment. Uh, on behalf of Coach Pace, Coach Murph. I'm Coach JP3. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Fellas, thank you so much. Can't wait to have you back on the show. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. Have a great weekend, y'all. All All right. right, You too. Peace. Peace. Yeah.